Hey Rewatchers, Keith here. The one-year anniversary of the Highlander Worldwide Convention is coming up in just a few short weeks, and the Highlander Rewatch Podcast still has some more content we produced for you, the fans. Since it has been almost a year since that amazing convention, we wanted to release everything we have left from our time in L.A. for you. Our next two episodes are shorter video podcast interviews, so we wanted to release two in one week. The first is a great interview with Daryl Kyle, swordmaker extraordinaire. You can find the video of the interview on our Facebook page, but you can also enjoy the audio podcast just as well. In a few days, we will release a fun video with Gillian Horvath and Don Aletto, where we uncover the secrets of the Highlander call-in phone game. It is not to be missed. We also want to thank again all the people who donated to our GoFundMe page to help bring the rewatchers to L.A. We were able to produce hours of video and podcasting content thanks to you and hopefully bring a little slice of the convention home. Thanks again and enjoy this special Highlander Worldwide Convention interview with sword and prop maker Daryl Kyle. Stay tuned at the end of the show to find out how you can order some of the awesome Highlander replicas for your collection. Enjoy the show! Hey, Rewatchers, we are here at Highlander Worldwide, the first day, and uh, today we have a very special guest here. We have Daryl Kyle. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Rusty first day jitters, I guess. Um, We just saw a great panel from Daryl about props, and specifically Highlander props and some Xena props. Um, Daryl, could you tell us a bit about uh, how you got into the prop-making game? Um. I guess in 2003 when I, or 2004 when I came back from Iraq, I uh, wanted to do something different. Um, so I started making things, fiddling around, working for a, um, a uh, um, couple different places, making stuff for them. And then I just moved on from there. It's a cool story. You had a nice Captain America shield. Yeah, I made a Captain America shield that somebody wanted, and they didn't have any money. So what he did have was an original Highlander 2 film sword handle. Um, so I uh, bartered, I horse traded him. Gave him, the, gave him the shield, got the handle, and moved on from there. That actually kind of happened several more times. Well, that's great. So you, you trade in a lot of Highlander handles, and that seems to have gotten the ball rolling. Yeah. So he said, okay, well, I don't have any money, but I've got this sword handle. And I was like, okay, well, I'll take the sword handle. Here's the shield, and kind of went on from there. That's great. And um, so just want to, like, tell our fans a little bit about, about what you do. Uh, I make um, swords and um, Highlander swords from the show, from the film. Um, I incorporate a carbon fiber and Kevlar to make them um, very strong, almost unbreakable. Use real blades, folded or, or uh, laminated, whichever. Uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com um, backslash Texas SPR, or Instagram is Texas SPR, or www.texasspr.com. Great. And uh, could you tell us about some of the some of the items you brought with you or that are coming for the Highlander Worldwide? I brought a, a, a screen-used uh, Kurgan helmet, and I brought the uh, r- licensed Kurgan helmet that I make. I brought some Kurgan armor. I brought several um, Musashi bokens. I brought some Xena items, some hair ties from the Highlander show. I brought a um, breakdown um, Kurgan sword. And I made 12 original film swords and show swords for the convention. Uh, they just haven't showed up yet because the post office hates me. That post office, man. They're they're doing us dirty, and I I tried on the helmet and it was awesome. It did work. It was it was a little hard for me to get it off. <laughs> like it's easy to get on, yeah, not easy. The size to of Clancy Brown's head. That was oh right. Clancy Brown's head. That's the, that was the screen used. Yeah. Clancy Brown's. Yeah. Wow. We have similar size head. How, how does your head compare to Clancy Brown's? Twist it and pull it open, and it's bad. I got a big head. That's why big I wear head. A hat. 
So you, you told some cool stories in your panel. Um, one of them was related to uh, Peter Davis. Would you mind uh, recounting that story with us? So when I started doing the props, I just started, you know, willy-nilly making it. Oh, I like this. Let me make it. I like this. Well, um, I had heard that he thought that, that he was thinking about suing me or sending me a, do, a cease and desist letter. So sue me! <laughs> and I was like, well, crap. So I made him a helmet, and I sent it to him with a little thing saying, hey, you know, if it wasn't for you, we'd never be able to make stuff like this, you know, trying to say, please don't sue me, and, you know. But he ended up calling me on my phone, and um, he was like, hey, is this Daryl Kyle? And I'm like, yeah, who's this? He goes, Peter Davis. And I was like, Peter Davis who? And he was like, oh, Peter Davis, I own the Highlander stuff. And I was like, oh, sweet. He was like, oh, I love what you did. Can you make more? And I was like, yes, yes, I can make more. Yeah, so it went from there. And then he had me working on Xena props, and then... Uh, hair ties, and all kinds of fun stuff. That's awesome. And uh, you mentioned in your panel, uh, you said that the, the Zenites are some of the most intense fans. I mean, we're, we're amongst Highlander fans, and we all know those are the best fans. But I'm, I'm wondering if you have any Xena fan horror stories. I like Xena, by the way. Yeah, but don't blast me on it. I'm not, no. All you Xena fans, he started it, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's my fault. Send that hate mail monitor. I might actually get some, considering your story. Ugh. Never mind. <laughs> Xena fans rule. Xena fans are great. I love them. Hercules, legendary journeys. Disappointed! Yeah. Uh, so any, any final thoughts for our fans here at Highlander Worldwide? No, I mean, if it wasn't for the Highlander fans, then I would never be anywhere because nobody would want to buy it. No, I love it. Uh, could you tell us like what makes Highlander so special to you, like as a fan and someone who now is like you know is participating kind of in the fandom? Well, the idea of the Highlander, both the film and the show, is is important. It's uh, uh, the writing's great, the stories are great, and you know for somebody who's lived four or five hundred years, you can do so many different stories in so many different branches, and I love it. Different swords, different different costumes, different personalities. You've got the really bad guy, you got the really good guy, then you've got the guy who not sure if he's bad or good. You got the guy who's bad but wants to be good. You got the guy who's good who turns bad. And it, it really it just it kind of mimics life. Not cutting off heads, of course. Don't do that. That's bad. Uh, would you want to be immortal if you had the opportunity? No, I'm 40. I don't think I look that old, so I'm already immortal. So I'm, you know, <laughs> only like Adrian Paul hasn't aged a day. Well, thank you very much for uh, talking to us, and uh, we look forward to spending more time with you here at the convention. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to our interview with Daryl Kyle. Make sure to visit his website, texasspr.com, to order some amazing Highlander replicas today. Stay tuned. In the next few days, we will be releasing a special video episode with Don Aletto and Gillian Horvath. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, and a big thanks to Highlander Worldwide. Bye!